0: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday. Somehow it is already Wednesday. So, um, of course, I'm excited about today's talk, but I am especially excited for today's talk because I feel like it after this last few weeks, getting ready for the summer again, I feel like everyone's coming out of their winter cocoon. And this is definitely a lesson that is due to be repeated. So some of you who have been with me for a while, you may hear um, some things that you've heard before. I feel like the the reminder is good. Um, but those of you who are new, I hope you get the most you can out of today. And as always um, please feel free to text me after this. I'm a feedback queen and I don't just mean good feedback. So if at any point today, something just feels like it doesn't connect, or even if you're like, I think you're a jerk for this, I will not be offended. I welcome all tough dialogue because it's important, you know, so, um, definitely feel free to tell me your thoughts as well as, you know, aside from just texting with me after, um, chat, the chat here. That is really going to keep this talk going. I find that the more these are, the more active these types of calls are in the chat, I feel like the more clients get from it because some of you guys don't even know other people are feeling the same way. You know, so seeing it in the chat will help, I think, everybody kind of open up more. So if you're comfy, add your feedback in the chat as we go through today, okay? So body positivity is BS. Um, I... Have such an issue with bod- the body positivity movement, not with body positivity in itself, because it sounds like a pretty understandable concept, right? Um, why wouldn't we want to be positive about ourselves? But I feel like it has become an unhealthy form of shaming in its own right. Um, those of you who feel like, you know, well, I want to hear, even if you don't relate, I want to hear your thoughts on that. I feel like when you have illnesses that cause weight gain or weight, you know, the um, inability to put on weight. I have a a lot more clients now who have full on PCOS symptoms, but they can't put on any weight. They're like barely over a hundred pounds and all of the toxic, you know, body crap and all of us in here, you know, grew up with weight issues on the other side of the spectrum. I would have been the first one to say, oh, what an issue, but it is, it is because the gaslighting is awful. And it's still, it's like, you get even less taken seriously because you look healthy, you know, and it's awful. So I think body positivity, the goal is to no longer hate our bodies, but that's what it should be. It shouldn't be walking around like caressing your stomach and being like look at this luscious like lot like it's okay if you're like that naturally but I feel like it's been really dramatized and I like it in the sense of rebellion in social media like I love the fact that It breaks the typical standard, you know, where we can, we have to be modest and meek about our bodies, even if you are a smaller size. So I love that in that regard, but I think people need to understand that that's in some form theatrics, you know, and to some degree that's entertainment, that's inspiration. That's not everyday life for everybody. You know, not everybody thinks that they're like a walking goddess, you know, it's, and it's okay. If you don't, I think there should be steps to that goal that include just like, I don't know, not despising your own reflection. Can we start there? You know, before we go for the whole, like, loving myself thing, like, can we just start with not being grossed out by ourselves? Because I feel like we try to skip right over that. Um, And it's a lot of people that have never struggled with weight that um, on any end of the spectrum, you know, that usually make these comments. And here we are just caught in the mix. Like, why can't I love myself? Well, because you know what what is this entire culture over like even even body positivity to a degree is body checking you know cuz if you're not confident in whatever you're wearing if you're not okay with wearing whatever you want and liking form fitting outfits in any size or whatever then you're not body positive it just creates an, a whole different kind of shame let me check this chat here it feels at times so fake and it's virtue signaling 100% it is to get likes it's to get comments. It's because a lot of and I'm 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 not trying to make this a general statement for everybody, but a lot of followers that I have, I'm sorry, a lot of um, influencers that I've met in person. It's shocking when you meet them compared to their public persona, um, and that's like any size. First of all, I feel like Ashley in here can can attest to that. is is so different than what people do for likes and interaction and comments, um, and I think that a lot of people again rebelling against the whole having to hide themselves having to wear modest you know like wear baggy baggy clothes that they had in this back section of one jc penny in their area you know like i think to rebel against that and to wear whatever you want and be proud of it i'm all for that but that's not just like an everyday way of being like i would venture to say it's not okay to constantly be pepping yourself up, constantly be professing your love to yourself. Like, I don't know. I don't want, that feels like worrisome to me. You know, I don't feel like that's a hundred percent normal, you know, or, or, uh, I shouldn't say normal, healthy. So Um, I've totally been shamed for having valid feelings about changes in my body from my illnesses. Absolutely. It's like, like, I'm not sitting here saying we all have to be a certain size, uh, the opposite, but I'm also saying like, we should be allowed to have complete autonomy over our feelings for our body. And we're allowed to say gaining X amount of pain pounds overnight, or not being able to break 115 pounds, no matter what you eat, like those are frustrating things to feel out of control in your body with. Why should we diminish that under some fake guise of body positivity. It's just harmful, in my opinion. It doesn't ever really deal with why that hatred was there in the first place. So I feel like sometimes it tells people your current state is acceptable when we should strive for healthy, whatever healthy is. I mean, I think think that that might be what people get from it, but I also want to encourage that to be allowed because Let's say you have somebody who is just accepting of their body the way it is. I think there's a difference between, and this is, by the way, if you ever see this, this is a fetish. This is not just like, it's meant to look like it's not adult content. But like, if you see somebody who is eating specifically, like an excessive amount, they're eating, they, they might market it like they don't care. They're body positive behind that movement. But a lot of times, believe it or not, they're being funded. It's like an actual kink more power to them. Someone pay me to eat, you know, but um, my point is, my point is that we never really know what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe, you know, typically people who are just feeling happy about their bodies, wearing whatever they want. They're not binging out all the time behind the scenes. They're just living their regular lives unhindered, you know, and like you said, it should be whatever healthy is. Some people will not look like what you expect them to look like, despite how healthy they are in all of their habits just like you might see people and think that they're the image of health and their daily habits are atrocious, you know? So it's like, if we kind of just say, we don't know if any of it is real, so let's disregard all of it and just kind of stay in our own lane and feel good about what we're doing. We mitigate all the fakeness to know what is or isn't happening behind the scenes in that person's life, you know? Because I do think it's totally okay. Like, People could look however they want. You know, I've I've had this conversation with clients before where I've said, I'm going to ask you an honest question. And if you're one of the people I've had this convo with, tell me in the chat, but I'm going to ask you an honest question. Do you want to not feel the way that you feel and change the things that you're doing? Or do you want to, and I mean this, I'm not saying it to like some reverse psychology to get them to answer a certain way. I mean it. There's only two options. Either we can work on helping you feel okay with, with the way you look, the way you feel, the way your life is having to acclimate and take rests and stuff like that. If you need to, um, and you don't change what it is you're eating because you can't help that it'll make you feel sick, but you shouldn't just hate yourself, you know, but you do have to become okay with that. Or do we work towards changing those things? Because at that impasse, it has to be one or the other and, and both are okay. You know, um, some people find different ways to risk them, their lives every single day. You know, um, I being a certain weight isn't always an automatic risk to that. So why don't we live in a society where some people are okay being fat? Why do we cringe when I say that? I think about this all the time. It's still no matter like me being here talking to you guys about this. I still have that those, that internalized fat shame that is bred into me. That is generations of body checking. So like that, I don't expect that to ever go away completely. Um, And that has led to the most confident I've ever been in my body. I don't have a body that you would see on, you know, uh, in a bikini photo online. I really don't, I don't, I just don't care. And let me read these comments before because I wrote something about whole not caring thing. And it's a distinction there. You should love your body at any shape or size. I mean, I think that that's crap, right? Like, I think that that is a little ableist, right? Like, I know you put quotes and it's not that you're saying that, but it's what you've heard. But I agree. I think that's crap. Um, I think that people can't understand the subtle nuance of resentment for your body. And whether that's because your illness causes a physical manifestation of that illness, like weight issues, Whether it's just you feel like crap all the time and nobody would know looking at you. I think it's just not up to anybody to tell you how you should feel about your body. That's not autonomy. You know, so those same people would be the first to judge us making assumptions about the changes being from us doing something wrong, eating too much, not working out, eating seed oils, whatever it may be. The food shaming is like unreal to me. Um, when in fact we're eating less than them and doing more. Absolutely. And it creates a hesitancy to open up about these issues because what kind of a safe place exists for people to defend themselves when you feel like you're surrounded by people telling you you're making excuses. Nobody wants to double down on the whole victim thing, you know, so we fight that and we just try to avoid ever being considered, you know, that way. Um, Sometimes if someone is obese, that shouldn't be body positivity. If they just eat junk and don't try to better themselves, to be honest, I don't care if people eat junk and try to better them and don't try to better themselves, because maybe that's their best them, you know, um, like when I work with clients who are, uh, we're trying to get rid of any binge patterns. The hardest part is to eliminate binge patterns. You have to remove any restriction at all, no holds bar, go for it. And now everybody's butt gets a little bit tighter when I say that, but it's not that that's the case forever. What's causing the binging is the the restriction, the how I should be, I should be better, I should be doing better, I should be eating differently, I should be all of these things. And it culminates in saying no and over restriction and then punishment with food or reward with food. And to completely rewire our the way we view food and what we go for, because it's not always a conscious decision. A lot of times it's a subconscious decision. Hormones are trauma, a lot of things, right? But when somebody oh crap, I had a train of thought there. It was really good. Oh, binging. So when we're trying to remove the binging, the way we do it is you remove the restriction. Someone goes balls to the wall for like a week or two, maybe. Um, and then food loses its luster. And then it becomes the same playing field choices to make preferences to make and the same patterns that created this restrict and then binge and restrict and then binge, which could lead to somebody looking, you know, quote unquote obese. Um, but Little do we know, most days they're barely eating and they just have like a massive binge and cry for days about it. You know, like there's so much nuance that goes into it that maybe truly someone's best life is not giving a single solitary crap about any of this, accepting that they're going to look the way they look and people are going to assume things about them. And maybe that's how they're going to live a much healthier and better life in the long run because they're not constantly consumed with trying to change something they can't figure out how to change that's kind of how CCA came about. I said, I'm not going to care about losing weight anymore. Like I really am not, I'm just going to focus on what I can do to figure out like how to balance my hormones, what my symptoms mean, um, how I can make it easy so I can keep doing it. Um, and then the weight happened over a long time as a byproduct. So it's, it's a really interesting, I love that you commented that because I think it's so important that Maybe people don't view bettering themselves as bettering their habits in their day to day. They should be allowed to exist, you know, not that it should be like, you know, again, if somebody's sitting there like and it's what is it called that mukbang? I always forget the name of it, but like somebody's sitting and eating like someone's paying them to they probably are, you know, but most of the time it's just inner battles that are going on. And why shouldn't we feel OK to live our lives as we're figuring out what bettering ourself even is? Cause that'll look different for a lot of people. You know, I love this convo. Um, the amount of times I've been told you're so beautiful inside. Oh, that's rough because it's still a good thing, but. Yikes. It has only further hindered me in my mindset of body positivity, because then for me, it puts my focus on what's on the outside. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, why can't we compliment people The same way, regardless. That's all. If you really think about it, I wish I had like a brain projector that can put my thoughts out there without having to figure out the words for them. But like overall, if none of us cared about our weight, our size, whatever, we complimented everybody the same way. I think we think that that would lead to society collapsing or something. You know, like we have to distinguish it. We can't, we have, but who put that idea of the ideal there? Because that ideal has changed throughout history, right? That ideal body, that healthy shape, that um, attractive feminine figure that has been subjective forever, you know? And I think it's like, you're so beautiful inside. Like, why couldn't someone have just said you're a beautiful person? Why can't you be beautiful in all ways, no matter what it is you look like? You know, and if any of you are sitting there, well, well, if someone's, you know, horribly, heinously ugly, no, still then, why can't you say they're beautiful? What is beautiful? Who created that? That is something just made for us to follow. You know, you never found someone beautiful and other people have been like, oh, I don't think they're beautiful. I think they're you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. People do it about celebrities all the time. So beauty is totally subjective. So if that's the case, then we can choose on the side that benefits us in terms of what beauty is. And if beauty is a little too far, maybe just start stopping at the whole, well, I don't really care because this isn't what I'm meant to be paying attention to. It's whatever. You might not believe it at first, but that will lead to confidence because then you just live your life unhindered. You can be as healthy as you want to be or unhealthy as you want to be. You can be in charge of your own life because at the end of the day, these things are still going to pull you, you know, it's like having control. I'm going to have an analogy here that's not in my notes and then I'm going to stick back to the script, but um, it's like, would you rather just be like out of control at sea or would you rather have to, you know, navigate these really, really rocky waters, but know that you can, you know? Um, okay. Let me do this. I'm going to pick up with these comments after I get to this next part here. So body positivity is body neutrality because we're not meant to, like I said, be walking around celebrating our figure all the time. It's just like, I don't, that's not like an emotion we're we're evolved with, you know, like that's not there. That is completely man-made. So body neutrality where we just don't, care we just don't check ourselves we don't I'm not saying don't care like screw it let it all go to hell like I'm saying like we don't care like it doesn't mean anything like we're neutral truly neutral we just exist in this skin suit that's the goal because then how much more peace how much more peace would all of us have in our life if we viewed our body like that it's just the skin suit I'm in Now there's many reasons why that's not the case, but let's just say since the dawn of time, that was the way people viewed bodies. Would anything actually be any different? Not when diets have a 95% regain rate. So like in actuality, would anything be different? It's not like not being that way has helped our society be any, you know, leaner. So the goal is to just not think of our body's appearance as a thing. We can have ways we adorn it in which we appreciate and like that's attraction to us. Again, beauty attraction. It's all subjective. So, you know, animals don't check themselves. They don't go, oh, you know, Susie's looking a little thick this summer. Like, they- and they all have different sizes, shapes, you know, everything, right? not to compare us to animals, but essentially we're all creatures here. Why do we do this? We're the supposed to be, supposed to be the most intelligent creatures. So why do we factor that into our grand intelligence, being able to do that? And again, no one's to blame for this. I I grew up in the early 2000s as a teenager. Like it's not, I'm not blaming anyone for feeling this way. I just get so heated up because someone a long time ago just decided to screw all of us you know, and make things way harder than they had to be. I could see if it at least, I don't know, worked, you know, but what is the point? So the goal of modern body positivity is to help us not feel bad about ourselves. But by pushing the extreme, I love myself narrative, you inadvertently cause the shame of how will I ever learn to love this body? Who has ever felt that before? The shame of how could I possibly get to a point where I love this body? How do you build on that? That's really hard to come back from. In case you can't tell, my hair is distracting the hell out of me today because I don't know what it's doing. It's just one big cowlick. So I apologize for the fidget. So if you were 10 pounds lighter, would you go flaunting around thinking all of your woes are better? How, what would be different about your life? Actual, factual, what would be different about your life? Or would you feel like you had to keep going? When it, would it be enough? When would it be enough? When you look like an Instagram model, they don't even look like that. That's fake. The amount of filters and apps. Are you kidding me? I was face tuning my body when I, like in 2014, they, this is not new. You know, like this is just, it's just so, it's gotten so hard to see it. If you ever wanna know if a picture's edited though, I have a very good eye with this. Between the Tism and my art background, I'm good with proportion. So send me a picture if you're ever questioning it because the majority of those Instagram models are completely manipulated. Like the, they should get a job as a photo editor. Maybe they, you know, they'd have a lot better of a shot at that. But um, anyway if you were to gain for my, my other PCOS and Hashimoto's clients who have the other side of the spectrum there, and they're struggling to gain weight, if you gain 10 pounds, would you ever feel like you would never body check yourself again? Would all of the gaslighting, all of the trauma just dissipate off of your body because, Oh, I, my body is smaller or, Oh, my body's more curvy. None of that would go away. Those scars still linger. So if it's not 10 pounds, wouldn't be enough. 15 pounds wouldn't be enough. I don't mean to say that to make you feel discouraged. Like, oh, what's the point? I mean to tell you, congratulations, you have the opportunity right meow and where you can just stop feeding into this, or you can at least start trying to process, start the process of not feeding into this anymore. It's the ultimate rebellion. And you're not even rebelling against a good thing. Like you're rebelling against something that, that works 5% of the time. yikes (laughs) yikes <laughs> you know so and you know what gets me too is a lot of times and now I know we have you know if you have someone in your life who tells you they love the way you look they love you just the way you are the majority of us are are fortunate to have those people in our lives I've definitely had the opposite and if that's you I feel that um text me but for those of us who have the people who are like I love you the way you are I, I don't care about those things you would expect that to make you feel better, but it almost pisses you off some more because you're just like, then why do I care? Or are they lying? What are they gonna say? They're with me. They have to say that. They have to feel that way. No, they don't. No, they don't. And I would think of one very big reason why they would just not lie to you in that way. You know, like you you kind of who wants to live in misery? You know? So if your partner is telling you that, and then you're actively arguing with them about like, no, 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 I, I understand. You're just saying that. Have you ever gone into an argument with someone who tells you how you feel? And you just kind of want to look at them and be like, shut up. Like, no, I'm telling you how I feel. Like, don't tell me how to feel. That's kind of how it is. Right? So okay, I'm just going to read how I wrote it here. So especially when you have people who truly are not put off by it at all, by the way you appear. Now this is not even your partner, anybody, the people who love you, they're not put off by how you appear. We, we care and we're causing it to ourselves and we're wasting our youth only to look back and go, damn, I wish I still looked like that. How many times have you done that already? With other pictures that you look back at. And at that time, you maybe were mortified at the way you looked. Or maybe you at that time had body neutrality, where, you know, a lot of us, a lot of my clients have gained weight later on in life, you know. But regardless, have you ever looked at a picture? Maybe you didn't really think that highly of at the time and go, I wish I still had that problem. I wish I still was that fat. You know, I wish I looked like that. Well, what do you think's gonna keep happening? You know, unfortunately again, at that time, you probably didn't weren't crazy about that photo. You probably weren't like loving it and so happy that that photo existed. So what can we learn from that? Maybe we're not ever. And maybe the the goal is to just not give a crap about it at all. It's just a thing. We're just here. We're all people. We look different, you know? So here's how we change this. And we change just like we change everything. I've told you guys this before. If you're new, I'm going to say it again. We, even the CIA has known this since like the forties, The you can brainwash people to, and it's all publicly available. If ever you want this, the actual records tell me, cause I'm a total nerd for that stuff, but they've known they can change entirely, change your thought process, brainwash you completely by one with one method repetition, Repetition, repeating thoughts, repeating phrases, repeating exercises completely can rewire things. So if we've had X amount of years of a of one mindset about bodies just drilled into our heads, then we're gonna need a lot of other repetition to kind of yell over that dialogue and create a new one and kind of re-brainwash ourselves to a different in a different way. And again, if you have resistance to this, remember. Not feeling this way doesn't work out for people any better. So all it is is just a sucky time. So let's rewire those thoughts, shall we? So do not dismiss these thoughts. Don't shove them down. Don't tell yourself, oh, that's dumb. Don't think that. Just go love it. Like, it's not going to work. So instead, here are some different dialogues you can start. These are just like little mantras. You can write this down if you want. And um, I'm going to put my notes from today's call in the comments on the Facebook page. So, some different thoughts. I'm not here to have a certain body for others to look at. So, whenever that creeping thought comes in your head, like, oh my God, you look so bad, I'm not here to have a certain body for people to look at. Physically stop yourself and me and like, say it different. Like tell yourself a new dialogue, right? Here's another one. The most interesting thing about me is not my body shape. Get offended. You know, like my, the most interesting of that, the most interesting thing about me is not my body. Another one. It literally doesn't matter. It does not matter what we look like. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's not going to make anything better. It's not going to make anything worse. What's going to make it better is if you don't feel like crap about yourself, which you don't have to wait to do. Another one. None of these clothes is a good one. It's a long one, but it's a good one. None of these clothes will make me look like I have the body I am told I should want. None of these clothes will make me look like I have the body I am told I should want. Simple one. It's not about the way I look. You're going to a christening. Nobody cares. You know, no one's looking at you like, oh, should she have one that wore the A-line dress today? I don't know. Like, it's not about the way you look. So those are my mantras, but I have a crazy, crazy exercise to, to go with this that I think will, um, those of you who've been with me for a while, probably remember it from last year, but let me update these notes or let me update these comments here. Nobody is more aware of their size and body than the person living in it. You know, it's no one's job to govern it or to be okay with it or to tell us to love it. There's, it, Yeah, it, yeah, just look elsewhere. Pay attention to somebody else. I'm not, I'm not taking customer reviews today, you know? I find it so wild how differently people treat you when you're in a smaller body. It, it's, it's such a shame, you know? Like, it really is. Yet are the same ones who tell you to love it at any size. I lost 65 pounds in 2017, I kept it off for three years and I cannot tell you how differently I was treated by the people who knew me and strangers. 100%, I definitely, I I understand that side of it. I mean, I still, it's also depends on the crowd you're in though, because not for nothing, if you're hanging in an area where everybody is like, I I call it the labia dress crowd. Like, it's like the, the, the people who wear dresses that are like, they look like they can't even really fully sit or walk. They're like posed in it because if they move at all, like their labia is going to come out. Like, you know, the ones with like the extensions, like the very fully packaged, never bigger than a size two. Like, I have a hard time not feeling insecure amongst that crowd. Not that I like want to look, that's not That's not my look. It's not because I can't look that way that I look this way. I actually want to, you know, it's just that you pick up on the vibes and when you stand out in any way in this society where we're told there's a very clear cut ideal of how you should look as, especially as, you know, a female then of any type, you know, like you should have one type of look, you should have one type of size, one. If you're curvy, you got to be curvy this way. These areas have to be curvy. You're not curvy. What are you? What are you a boy? Eat a sandwich. Like this is the society we live in. All of that, even if we're not hearing it said to us is what we're hearing subconsciously. So the people we're around, you know, the more aware the people are, the more aware people are of your body around you, the more you pick up on that and you feel that and mirror it. I guarantee you though, labia dress girls are also very insecure. We all are. That's the, that's the thing. All of us have, remember mean girls, they're like picking apart their cuticles. They're like, my nail beds suck. Like there's, all oh, there's a reason that was relatable and written in there, you know, and it's because it's the truth. <laughs> so I have no idea what enough is. It's really hard. It's like The idea, you know, we want this result, but what is the result we really want? How realistic is that result? Why do we want it? What benefits from it? Where's the line of healthy versus not healthy anymore? You know, it's what are we striving for and why? We're striving to be left alone from people. Tell people to leave you the hell alone and start that now. It's not as as easy as it just happening, but is that in the cards? Honestly, in my head, I would want it to, but in reality, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't sit there and be like, yes, that's it. You'd be like, I still look like that. We all do it. That's why I'm like, don't body check yourself. Because it doesn't mean you're not going to keep doing the thing you want to do to make yourself feel better. It just means that when you're focusing on that one goal, that's the goal that doesn't happen because you're you're in pain every second that goes by that it's not here yet. I feel like capitalism, fashion, and marketing, F society, self-esteem, then came diet industry, gyms, et cetera. We all felt healthy, self-esteem as we are. How could they sell us products? The diet industry is all repeat customers. All of it. How could it not be when you have, it's like hundreds of billions of dollars a year and it's got a 95% regain rate. Even, even gastric surgery has an extremely high failure rate. They're pushing people who are like 170 pounds to go get gastric surgery. Now, like, it's just wild. If we don't stop and stand up and go enough, enough, why am I paying? Life is expensive. Why are we paying so much money to be miserable for most of it? Because we don't look a certain way. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I get really worked up. Sorry, thermostat, but yes, Absolutely. How could they keep us on the hamster wheel from hell if we actually were okay with the way we looked? If we didn't assume that a certain look is someone who doesn't care anymore about themselves and they didn't have this fear of having to spend all this money to make themselves look like they care, you know, it's just all crap. Think of where we all came from as human beings. Why are we doing this? You know, like this isn't necessary for life. This is wasting time we can spend doing a lot more fun stuff. Even at my smallest weight, I thought I wasn't small enough. Absolutely. Same here. I remember once in high school, I didn't eat for a full week. I had tea with sugar and cream for dinner because I'm a diabetic. And I knew that if I didn't, I would run a low blood sugar. So I just wanted, like, if I could put a few sugar packets in it and like make my blood sugars high, and just let that ride out. I wouldn't have to eat or take insulin. Um, it's a form of diabulimia is what it's called. It's very common for type one diabetics, but the principle of it was, I was proud of myself for doing that. I was proud of myself. I wanted to tell, like tell people how little I ate. I was like 16, you know, like I think about that when I was 16, I felt old, but now it's like double that age over double that age. And I'm like, that's sad. I just want to go hug her and be like, this is effed up. Like, I want you to know one day you will find this to be effed up. And you will be in front of lots of people trying to tell them how effed up this is. You know, Um, start that now. Rebel. Rebel, you know? Um, And honestly, at my height, I'm never going to be a certain size. It's literally physiologically impossible. How tall are you? I feel like I never get a gauge on how tall clients are I'm like when I when I met clients at the retreat or like I've been had the fortune of meeting Wendy and we live close to each other and stuff I just never know how tall people are I assume everybody is like five three I don't know why um my old fat is my current goal what today's fat's gonna be the future goal if we keep this crap up you know rebel now I just want a flat stomach you know be careful with that one though, too, because there's degrees of flat stomach. We got parts there. We got, we're always going to have a bulge there unless we got a problem. You know, we have very low body weight, low body fat. There's supposed to be a pudge there. We supposed to be thick here as we get older. It's the center for it all for even if you don't chew, you know how to reproduce. It's like all of our important juices in here. Like all our good stuff is in our torso. Like you know, so flat stomach, because you don't want to have excess, um, abdominal fat from illness, like definitely get very specific in your goals to not make it about a look because that look is what's going to keep us in that cycle, but getting specific about it and being like, I want my illness to stop causing belly fat to accumulate. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with anything anyone feels, but at least it's, that's a healthy thing to make peace with, to say like, it's a healthy thing to want pursuing a look, flat stomach can go to many different extremes, you know, and then that's where that never enough can happen. When I was thin, I hated my body because I was too thin and not curvy enough. And now I feel too heavy and I've been every weight in between and never been satisfied because imagine a life where we didn't give a shit. We just lived. We just lived again, did everything we had to do for ourselves. We fed ourselves, we slept, we had fun. We went on about our, you know, like all that stuff, all that healthy stuff still continued. But imagine we didn't have that on our back. When I lost 65 pounds, I thought, I still thought I needed to lose more. Now I look at the shorts that fit me then. And I'm like, how hundred percent, you know, like, look, my body, if you, if you guys have seen some of the pictures of me back in the day, like around the time of like the women's health article and stuff like that. First of all, I was in my like twenties still, that's your body changes. Like it really does hormonally. Um, second of all, what a lot of people don't realize, like I wasn't different on the scale there, but parts of me look a lot smaller, let's say back in that time, like when I was in Italy and all those pictures and stuff, I'll send them. If none of you, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but the thing was, I was a few months out from almost dying from diabetic ketoacidosis, you know, like it was, and it's not something I intentionally did. I didn't know. I I was trying to manage losing weight, eating, walking around a lot, everybody hating carbs, you know, and everything like that with my insulin pump. It's a whole, it's a whole balancing act. My point is my thought was more so on my weight than absolutely anything else. And at that time, I remember being devastated looking at photos of myself, feeling like, oh my God, I'm and it wasn't necessarily that I thought I looked fat. It changed a bit. I look so awkward. I look so clunky. Oh my God, look how broad my shoulders are. Look how big my I look from behind. I have no shape. My I oh my God, I have no waist. Like, look, I don't have any my hips dip. It became a whole slew and onslaught of different things. And then I literally almost died. Like I think it was right before my birthday. So that January, um, I was, I changed off of, I had to change from one insulin pump I was on that wasn't giving me enough insulin, which was contributing to the weight loss, but not healthfully, it was awful. Um, And then I had to be in a hospital with literally six IVs, like three in each arm in the intensive care unit, Ambulanced from my home. My heart rate was 225. It was bad. I almost died. Like, you know, it's a real thing. Um, And I think that at the end of the day, after I came out of that, I said, no more. No more. This is ridiculous. Enough. I don't care. At this point, if I got to be fat the rest of my life, I'm going to be healthy, fat and happy. And I'm going to live old. I'm going to I'm going to grow old. I'm not going to waste my youth feeling grossed out by myself to the point where that's my top focus. Enough. And like I said, I'm still the same scale-wise. It's been years. I might look different, things change, hormones distribute weight differently, people get puffy, you know, especially us and stuff, but it's really not where it's supposed to be. You know, you're not supposed to just be concerned about the weight. It's the most unhealthy thing we can do. So, I want to tell you this exercise. I'm going to skim through this real quick cuz I want to make sure I don't miss anything crazy. Oh yeah, totally. When you lose weight and you become it's like people treat you like you're part of the cool club. Finally, it's heartbreaking. I've had family do that to me. And it was absolutely terrible. The same breath they're going, don't lose any more weight. Okay, you'll look unhealthy, but you look great. What are you doing? People who have never wanted to have more than two words conversation with me ever before. It's heartbreaking. Shut it all down. I don't care. You guys, when your bodies change, if your bodies get smaller during this program, I want you to make a promise right now. If someone compliments you on your weight loss, say something to them to get them to stop complimenting weight loss, just pay it forward and be like, yeah, you know, I did it healthfully and that's what matters because enough. I, that was devastating, you know, and then having that family, when I was, when I had been gained a little bit of weight, the next time they saw me, it was back to snubbing, like almost like they expected it. Like, yeah, see, I knew that was going to happen. It's like, ew. Five, nine and big bone five, nine. First of all, I did no idea. <laughs> That's what I mean. Corley, you are five, nine. I, w- I thought you were talking about the fact that you're like short. Cause I was like, you know what? You're so petite. Like, I don't know. That's so interesting to me. I met pink in person. I always assumed like the singer pink. I always assumed because the way they made her look in like music videos and stuff that she was like five, seven, five, eight, very athletic. She was like five, two and little petite thing blew my mind this is effed up me thinking about my entire childhood for real, honestly. Okay. DKA is terrifying and is the thing we are always avoiding. Um, For those who don't know, ooh, I got a shroom shout out here. For those who do not know, I volunteered to take shrooms under Michelle's supervision, supervision to be her first trip guide client. During the trip, a message came through very clearly. The stomach I was so ashamed of thanks to hormones was there to protect me. I was in an abusive marriage for 22 years. I'm trying now to just embrace that and get rid of the shame. And you know what? I guarantee you getting rid of that shame and that toxicity that's been, you know, lingering. Um, We know trauma leaves a residue throughout our whole bodies, you know, so getting rid of that, who knows what that will look like, you know, but I can guarantee you it'll feel amazing. And if, if the looks ain't going to change, that was the, that was the impasse I was at back in the day. If the looks can't change, then the feelings gotta, there's gotta be something better than this, you know? So, okay, this exercise, this is, you're gonna think I'm nuts, but just try it. Just try it one time and tell me that you don't have a much better day, okay? I want you, what is this? Okay, I want you to get ready. Next time you have an event or a date or just something that you're gonna be like, getting dressed up for seeing other people, whatever. I want you to get ready for it and care about two things only. Comfort. And if you think it looks cute off of your body. So pick your outfit based on how cute the actual garment or the outfit is itself off of your body. Right. And it has to feel comfy on your body. Not like, you know, it feels okay now, but I got to stand We've all done the mirror pose where we think that how we're going to look in person is like this, like the way we're standing, like on one foot, you know, and then someone takes a real picture of us and we're devastated. Don't do that. I don't want you to look in the mirror. I want you to put the comfy clothes on that you think are cute off the hanger. I want you to put them on your body and don't look at it. You know why? Nothing is going to make you look like what you want to look like but you know, you're not going to look like crap disheveled because you thought you knew it was a cute coordinated outfit ahead of time. So you're fine with it. Right. So put whatever's cute on the hanger and comfy on your body, put it on and go do your hair and makeup. I understand, you know, you need your hair mirror, for hair and makeup. If you can avoid it, like if you can do it in like a car mirror or something, but if not do it undressed, like in a robe or just not your outfit for the night, then get dressed and don't look when you go out. This is part two. When you go out, I want you to pretend that you are an actor and you were hired for a role where you have to pretend that you are having the best time ever. You're so like, so glad to be here. You are having fun. You're engaged with the people around you. You're just being pleasant. Pretend I'm literally telling you to act. Pretend when someone comes to take a picture, don't pose, don't do the weird. You're going to bend your arm out of its socket thing, you know, or the the prom queen pose. Like don't do that. Re- remember, you're acting, right? Act like you're having fun. Smile, make do something like this, like make a funny face, make a pose. I guarantee you your photos look so much better. Do not ask to see it at the party. This is what I'm saying, you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but the anxiety about all this not doing like doesn't make the night any better. What's the alternative? You look in the mirror and you get pissed that you're not what you want to look like, right? You just say, oh, this is going to be so, okay, I guess I got to go anyway. And that's how you're starting your night. Then when you get there, what are people looking at? Are they looking at me? Look how much thinner she is than me. Oh my God, look how much weight that per, did she, is she on Ozempic? Oh my God. Like that's how your night's going to go. So really how much worse could it go wearing something you think is cute, that's comfy on your body and actively not caring about any of the, the BS and just focusing on having a great time. How could your night go worse? I guarantee you, your night will be so much better, so much better. People are going to respond to you better. Again, we pick up on the energy around us. So if you're acting like you're having a great time, people are going to act like that to you. I, I promise you, like, not that much into you pretending, you won't be anymore. You will just be having a good time because the hardest part is getting to the place without all the mindset stuff that comes with it. When you're there, if you've already primed yourself to have a bad night because of all of the mindset stuff beforehand, it's going to carry. You look how you look. It ain't going to change from an outfit. It ain't going to change from you being miserable in the corner. So have you ever seen someone at a party who's not, you know, teeny tiny or not super curvy, voluptuous, and they're having a great time. They seem perfectly confident. You want to talk to them, hang with them, right? Be that person. That person didn't have an awful night because they looked that way and you noticed it. They had a great time. Unfortunately for us, there's so many reasons that that might have to be pretend at first, but it doesn't mean it can't be a good prompt to make it become the regular. Thoughts on this crazy exercise. Thank you, Alexis. You know, I did this exercise for Christmas party I hosted and it was so freeing because it sounds terrifying, but when people have actually done it, They've raved about it because it feels like, oh my God, I had so much fun. Like I had such a better time. My pictures looked better. I looked better. People complimented me. It's pretty crazy what our energy actually does do when we're out in front of others. So if you're gonna feel like crap regardless, remember no mirrors before, pick an outfit that's comfy, cute off the hanger, because you know it's not gonna be a disheveled mess. And then go pretend that you are this actor who's hired to you know, have the best time ever. And then it'll turn into something natural. I promise. That was hard to put on my Christmas top, leave my bedroom and not check my gigantic bathroom mirror. Yeah. It's just, you know, none of you guys are here because you don't want to do difficult things. All of you here have faced A lot of difficulty in so many different ways. And we all have, all of us in all of our different life paths, all of us watching this, listening to the recording, showing up, trying, all of us have decided that we want better. We want to fight for better. We're tired of this. So now you just got to put the pieces together and retrain that dialogue that's had decades of time to work its its magic. Give it a new dialogue. You have tons of support here. You can always text me, text your coaches, but you all deserve it. And it is possible. Everybody looks better when they feel better about themselves, no matter what. So, body positivity is crap. All you have to do is focus focus on not hating yourself and and just existing. And I promise you will be healthier, happier as a result. So, I hope this was helpful. I know it was a little bit longer than usual. I definitely got very amped up, but. Um, yeah, I hope it impacted you guys. And if you have any questions or you want any clarification at all, definitely text me. I will answer you probably tomorrow morning because right now I'm going to go stuff my face. So bye guys.